0: Download the Move app and log in with your Mamma Mia login. Head to move.mamma and use code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You so You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures.
1: From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Laura Brodnick and I've got another special guest
0: for you today. Yay! I'm Kelly McCarran, filling in for Mel Mason. Laura has kindly let me come back this week for two days again. I'm very excited to be here.
1: Well, we've got two big topics that I knew you definitely wanted to talk about. So even with Mel was here, I feel like maybe we would have locked her in a closet, hit her over the head with a chair. I don't know. I don't know how what you do.
0: <laughs> Although that's a little bit creepy and it's a little bit into our first story for the day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But coming up on the show today, we are
1: talking about a message that Blake Lively posted to her in Instagram account over the weekend announcing her pregnancy and calling out the paparazzi who have been stalking her. So we're going to get into that because it's actually complicated. There's a few different sides to the issue. But first, the entertainment news headlines of the day.
0: I have news.
1: What's the hot gossip? I
0: want more headlines.
1: Well, in TV news today, Netflix has released the first trailer for the highly anticipated new series Dharma Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. So for all the true crime fans out there, they have been waiting for this one. So the new series is going to star Evan Peters as the American serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer, and it's being created by Ryan Murphy, who we all know can create beautiful things like Glee and also some pretty messed up things like American (laughs) Horror Story. So about the series, Ryan Murphy said, over the course of 10 powerful episodes... Dharma shines a spotlight on the as yet untold stories of his victims, the people who tried to stop him, and the systematic failures that enabled him to continue his murderous spree for over a decade. You're just like my man. You're on me when I ain't done nothing wrong? I called for months! And it's too late!
0: Eat it. I love crime, but this trailer horrified me. Like I'm repulsed but I'll still probably watch it to be fair. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of
1: people will be watching it. So, if you are a bit of a true crime fan, it's coming out on Netflix on September
0: 21. <laughs> And in case you missed it, a lot of people probably did actually. There hasn't been that much coverage yet. But New York Fashion Week is currently happening. But don't worry, Laura and I are not going to try and speak fashion. We will save that for our fashion (laughs) lords, Denny and Tam, over on What Are You Wearing? I'm sure that they're going to talk about it on Thursday. I just
1: feel like a lot of listeners are breathing a sigh of relief right now, being like, yes. (laughs) Thank
0: God. But there have been like a couple of funny slash interesting moments that have happened in the pop culture world that are definitely worth talking about. So firstly, Laura, did you see Anne Hathaway dressed just like her character Andy Sachs in The Devil Wears Prada to sit next to Anna Winter in the front row at Fendi? And you have no style
1: or sense of fashion. I think that depends on what you're... No, no, that wasn't a question.
0: So The Devil Wears Prada is notoriously said to be based on Anna. And so I heard it was just so iconic and really fun for Anne to reference herself playing herself 17 years ago, which I just can't believe that that movie is 17 years old. So she wore a brown croc embossed leather coat laid over a black turtleneck dress which was nearly identical to the outfit that her character wore in the flick's ending scene all those years ago. And she even finished the look off with a fringe or bangs, as the Americans say, and I just thought that it was so fun. Did you love it? I
1: don't know if she actually meant to dress like Andy Sachs. I think that we're reading into that, which I love, because it just seems like a very pointed thing for her to do, unless she did mean to do it. I've just missed that part of the story. But also, interestingly, that she picked the end of the scene where Andy is, like, in her least kind of fashion-y phase, if that makes sense. Like, I feel if she was really going to dress as Andy Sachs, she would have done one of the iconic coats that Patricia Field styled for her on a sure. hat or something like that. But I still loved it, and I also love the fact that if Anna Wintour had picked up on it, she would have liked it. Because, as you said, Lauren Weisberger, the author, worked for her, had a pretty shit time, sold the book idea before she'd written the book, wrote the book. It was terrible, but obviously it still made a lot of money just because people wanted to know what Anna Wintour was like. The movie's much better. And then Anna Wintour very famously wore Prada to the film's premiere so she could be in on the joke. So I feel
0: like she would have been okay with it. See, I love that. People are terrified <laughs> of her. So a couple of years ago, I was at Connaught where the Vogue offices are in New York. Yeah. And I said to one of the PRs that I was with, I was like, oh, my God, imagine if we saw Anna. And she goes, I'm here all the time and I've never once seen Anna. And I was like, oh, rats. Anyway. I'm not kidding you, 10 minutes later, we were walking to the lift and there she was. So you actually saw
1: her, what was she wearing? And was she carrying a massive Starbucks cup? Because that's what she carries.
0: Yes, she was. And she just had her signature black sunglasses on with the haircut. And then she was wearing, you know how she wears like just her nicely cut dresses in a floral print with stockings and her shoes, not stockings. Right. I can't remember what she was on bottom, but all the Americans were terrified like they are petrified of her they're like oh god she could cancel you she could ruin your entire career but in my mind she's just a person and of course she would be tough to work for but you don't get to where she is in her position and not have been tough to work for because you have to make some pretty like tough calls here and there and so I just love thinking about it because I'm like she probably (laughs) just thinks that this whole thing is so funny that people are terrified of her because the PRs are like oh no you can't get into the lift with her
1: Oh, yeah. No, I'm sure she is terrifying and she hates people wearing black. That's why she's in floral. That's why we wouldn't get along. Look, I find her wildly problematic but also very impressive and I just like the idea of her. So that is very exciting. Okay, what else happened at Fashion Week that's not fashion and just celebrity?
0: (laughs) Speaking of Anna Wintour, she is rumoured to have snubbed Kimmy K, except she absolutely didn't. But it was quite (laughs) funny because, like, everything is just so funny when it gets turned into a new narrative They take one
1: little thing and just blow it up. Yes, blow
0: it up and, like, completely change the narrative. So Kimmy K was sitting next to Sarah Jessica Parker, who is obviously like New York fashion royalty. And the footage of even Sarah Jessica Parker just being like, oh, 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 was very carry when Kimmy Kay is like taking selfies and getting people to take her Instagram pics at the front row seat. Anyway, Sarah Jessica Parker is like getting ready to go. And then she sees Anna Wintour and so does Kimmy K. And they both sort of do like that. Hi, thing where you see someone like really exciting and Anna Wintour walks towards them and says hello grabs SJP first and then that's when the video cuts out and everyone's like oh she snubbed Kimmy K (laughs) she absolutely wouldn't have she was just saying hello to Sarah first because Sarah is more important sorry she's more important in like the realm of fashion week to know to do that, like I don't know, it was just yeah. so funny though. And then you just see Kimmy K's face, just being like, oh, 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 <laughs> and the narrative around it is just so
1: funny. I know I've watched that footage so many times because it's literally that's all that's been on my TikTok feed the last couple of days. And I think it's funny because Anna Wintour, she was at Fashion Week, she saw Kim, she saw Sarah Jessica Parker, and the woman had to make a choice, and she made the choice to go to SJP,
0: which was the right choice at Fashion Week.
1: Oh, hundred percent. But I just feel like in Kim's head, like her internal monologue would have been, I like, uh... named my Daughter for you. Yeah,
0: you silly mole. <laughs> because
1: remember, there was that internet rumor that she was going to call her first daughter with Kanye West Northwest. And she and Kanye thought that was a bit ridiculous. Then they had lunch with Anna Wintour and they were trying to get on the Vogue cover. And she said, Oh, you absolutely have to name her North. That's inspired. And Kim was like, Okay, because she wanted to be on inspired. Vogue so bad. Ooh. Inspired. She's like, That's amazing. So she's probably thinking, I named my daughter Northwest for you. You can't even say hello to me first.
0: <laughs> well, in other Kardashian news, Courtney Kardashian, the one that's released that new vitamins range has released yeah. a sustainable line for fast fashion brand Boohoo. And that hit the runway at New York fashion week. So it, Actually had to start three times though because the power kept going out, which is quite funny. Like now all of the conversation around that is that the environment is going absolutely not. I'm not having a bar (laughs) of this. And they just like keep turning the electricity off. So according to page six, the show's invitation said it would start at 8 p.m. And, I mean, fashion shows always start a little bit late, yeah. but apparently this was just so delayed the lights for the runway wouldn't dim for almost an hour. And then, like, the first model came out onto the runway and the lights just turned out altogether. So, yeah, the environment was not having a bar of it. But once it actually Did get started. Apparently, like one model stepped out too early and a crew member like yanked them back and then the music stopped and it was just a real mess, apparently. And I would have loved to have been there and just to have witnessed the absolute chaos. But Laura, to give you a little recap, Courtney was named as Boohoo's sustainability ambassador earlier this year, and she said that when Boohoo first approached me to collaborate on this line, I was concerned about the effects of the fast fashion industry on the planet, which is interesting given she's not exactly a sustainability queen. She is the same person who was recently exposed for using 245% of her Californian's home water budget in one month during a drought and she's also a frequent private jet flyer so it's just like really so she is now saying that she's grateful to use her platform to drive conversations that lead to ongoing change and uses her voice to share actionable tips with consumers on how we can play our own part with helping the planet but yeah the environment was not having a bar of her show at fashion week so quite funny really
1: So late last week, there were headlines that Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds were expecting their fourth child together. So they have three daughters, James, Inez, and Betty, which are very cute names. And Blake did her usual pregnancy reveal, which she didn't post any images or release a statement. Instead, she just turned up to a red carpet event, visibly pregnant, looking very happy and beautiful. So that was great. But then over the weekend, she put up a series of images on her Instagram account of her pregnant stomach in the swimsuit, one with Taylor. Swift, one with her sister, Robin, one with her husband, Ryan Reynolds. And if you just looked at the photos, they look lovely, like she was celebrating the upcoming birth of her fourth child. But when you read the caption, it was a whole different story because she wrote, here are photos of me pregnant in real life. So the 11 guys waiting outside my home for a sighting will leave me alone. You freak me and my kids out. Thanks to everyone else for all the love and respect, and for continuing to unfollow accounts and publications who share photos of children. You all have the power against them. And thank you to the media who have a no kids policy. You make all the difference. So in the caption, there were heaps of other celebrities wishing her, you know, congratulations and saying they're so excited about the baby and all that sort of stuff. But all I could kind of centre on is that caption and picturing these eleven men outside of the house waiting for her and her three little girls to come out. And imagine
0: being a little your kid and you go outside your house. like That's literally the sort of thing nightmares are made of. Oh, exactly. Knowing that they're out there. And
1: because they have cameras, they're
0: allowed to be there. Like It's like that
1: very famous Sienna Miller quote where she said as a young woman, she would run through the streets of London at night and a group of men would chase her. And she said the only reason they're illegally allowed to do that is because they're holding cameras. In any other instance, if I called the police and said a group of men are chasing me through the streets, they'd be arrested. But if the police turn up and they see the cameras, they said, well, there's nothing we can do because they're technically allowed to photograph you out here. And Blake has talked about this a lot because she lives in New York City so she's kind of in the city a lot you know going about her daily life with her kids and so she gets papped a lot. I don't know who's buying hundreds of photos of her and her kids but apparently someone is because just like last year or kind of like towards the end of the year before this article came out with all these photos of her kids and the article read Blake Lively is a hands-on mum as she expertly wrangles all three in caps daughters while out in New York City and then Blake screenshot that article and shared it. So it looks like she's smiling and waving to the paparazzi and she also has all of her kids in one stroller and the comments are like – In one stroller? Yeah, like she's got – like it's like one of those twin strollers and she's carrying one and so she's got two little kids in there and I think at one stage one of the other kids is riding on the front or she's holding her. So, And all the captions under it was like, why isn't she letting those kids walk? Why is she being so weird and putting them all in a stroller? She's a bad mum. And so Blake Lively took a screenshot of that and shared it to her own Instagram account saying – "'You edit together these images "'to make it look like I'm happily waving, "'but that was deceitful. "'The real story is my children were being stalked "'by a man all day, jumping out, then hiding. "'A stranger on the street who got into words with them "'because it was so upsetting for her to see. "'When I tried to calmly approach the photographer "'you hired to take these pictures. "'In order to speak to him, he would run away "'and then jump out again at the next block.'" And then she went on to say to the publication, do you do background checks on photographers that you pay to stalk children? Where
0: is the morality here? Oh, I've just Googled the photo. Like, it's weird. It
1: is, right? She's
0: just a mum taking a kid. I mean, you know what? I'm part of the problem. I've just Googled the photo.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, for research purposes. And then she said that she went over to the photographer and then came to an agreement, which a lot of celebrities do, that she'll stand there and take a few pictures if he'll leave. But her overall message was saying to people who are buying these publications, if you stop buying them, then these pictures will stop being sold. But I feel like a lot of celebrities are saying that and I feel like there needs to be something else kind of happening here because at the end of the day – People, for some reason, I mean, look, we are on a celebrity podcast, so I'm not really casting stones at people. But for some reason, people just have this ongoing need to see reams and reams of photos of celebrities' very little children. And not even children. I feel like it's also with Blake Lively now. Like, she put all these images up of her being pregnant. Like, part of my business brain thinks, why is there then a market for all these paparazzi to sell pregnancy photos? If anyone can go to her Instagram. But I think it's very similar to, we did an episode a while ago around paparazzi paparazzi beach culture and why Mm. some parts of paparazzi culture have gone down over the last few years because there's not a lot of currency in a photo where – you want to see someone's outfit or where they're going or who they're with, if the celebrity first shares it to their Instagram before the paparazzi can sell their images. But what celebrities don't always sell is photos of themselves at the beach in weird angles or unflattering flattering angles or showing skin they wouldn't normally show. So paparazzi photos have some currency there. And I wonder if these pregnancy photos, because it happens to like a lot of celebrities and they're pregnant, like all of a sudden the paparazzi gets really intense about getting their images and the prices for their photos go up and they get sold more. So I wonder if it's been because people want a gotcha moment with their pregnancy photos. Like, they want Blake Lively looking bad pregnant. That's the only reason I can think of.
0: Probably, and not, like, on the red carpet and Glamorous. But, like, any normal person knows that that's not what she looks like all the time.
1: I feel like we all agree that paparazzi photos are bad and no one wants to see children hunted through the streets. But... I mean, kind of getting past the morality of it. There's this other argument that like, I feel like you and I don't believe this, but there is the argument that people live a public life. Like Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively have taken their kids to a few events, like the Hollywood Walk of Fame ceremony, where they've all been photographed. They have named brands after their kids. They put them on Instagram. They talk about them in interviews. And I don't think they do a lot of sponsored parenting content, but a lot of other celebrities do. So then there's the argument, well, if you're monetizing your child and putting them in the spotlight and making them part of your public profile is that then enticing people to want to see photos of them. But I think the difference between a celebrity sharing a photo they've taken of their kid and a paparazzi doing it is, like, one, obviously they know that image is only going on their account to start off with and then once it's on the internet it goes everywhere. But it's the way the photo is taken. And the celebrity I was thinking of was Busy Phillips because she wrote in her book that she and her two children were stalked in the streets many times and she remembers one time, like, her oldest kid was having, like, a bit of a meltdown at a street fair and so she was trying to pull Bertie out to the car, and Bertie was screaming, crying. Paparazzi was following the whole way, clicking, and she was yelling at him, Please, please stop. And when people confronted her about that, because she does a lot of sponsored content with her kids, she said, The difference is when I take a photo of my kids at home, it's just mum taking
0: a photo at home, like it all mums do. with their life. Not some scary man in a street chasing them or hiding in exactly. a bush. Exactly. It's weird.
1: Yeah, so it's more like the experience of the photo being taken, which is something else to kind of consider, like is the experience the photo or is it the fact that the kids are getting their photos shared? And then some celebrities just think it's a real safety issue. So Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard, obviously, like they make their life super public. You know, they do movies together, they do interviews together, they do podcasts together. But when they had their two daughters, Lincoln and Delta, Kristen Bell said she was picking them up from kindy one afternoon and paparazzi was stalking them and all of a sudden she got just so terrified that everyone was now going to know where her two little girls went to kindy, what time they got picked up, all that sort of stuff. And she knows she has a lot of really intense fandom around her. So I think it was back in 2014, she and Dax Shepard started this movement where they were getting publications to sign agreements for a no kids policy. At Mamma Mia, we don't run paparazzi photos at all, but a lot of other publications don't have that, but they do have a no kids kids paparazzi photo but I feel like that's dropped off the last few years. Well
0: hopefully Blake's comments around it will have reopened that conversation. Well thank you so much
1: for listening to The Spill today. This episode of The Spill was produced by myself Laura Brodnick and Talissa Bazaz with audio production by Rihanna Mooney. We'll see you at mamamia.com.au and over on The Spill Instagram. Bye! Bye!